What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. Today, we're going to do a bit of a check-in on some of the hottest players in spring training, and we're going to kind of discuss whether or not these players are legitimate, whether or not these are just spring training mirages, or if they're a precursor of what's to come this season. There are a few guys that we have touched on a bit in the past couple days, but they remain on this list, and that's to be said, but the first guy, and that's Felix Hernandez. So Felix, King Felix, dominated the league for over a decade. I mean, this dude was absolutely lights out for a Seattle Mariners for the first decade of his career. Just one of the best pitchers in baseball. Cy Young, everything. However, as he aged, that seemed to catch up with him. And over the last two seasons, he has a combined 5.82 ERA his ERA was like six and a half last year. Just not not great whatsoever. And now he's moved on from Seattle. He's now with the Braves on a minor league deal. But so far, as a non-roster invitee to spring training, he has a 198 ERA and 14 punch outs in 13 and two-thirds innings in spring training. That includes his most recent start where he dominated the Red Sox on Monday. I mean, at this point, a rotation spot is his to lose. And he's he's going to be in the Braves rotation, absolutely. So with him, you know, it's it's not as if uh, Felix is an unknown quantity. He's obviously made the most of his career to this point. So we know that if we see him having success, we can trust it a lot more than we can for other pitchers or other players because what Felix needs to do is learn how to pitch with less stuff. He was a power pitcher in his heyday. He was throwing upper 90s and had that filthy curveball changeup, everything. Now that he doesn't have the kind of stuff he used to have, he now has to learn how to pitch with lesser velocity and learn how to command. He said that himself. Kind of like how, I mean, many pitchers did that over their career. I mean, obviously, Greg Maddox back in the day, even as recently as CeCe Sabathia. CeCe was able to be effective through the end because he learned how to pitch with less stuff. I mean, he, he wasn't blowing throwing 97 anymore but he could you know backdoor you with that cutter and you could paint the corners at 90 91 92 that's what Felix needs to learn how to do so I do think uh you know Felix will see a bit of a bounce back this year uh not quite to his you know his heyday but if he's healthy he's not going to be posting a, the five and a half ERA or six plus ERA or whatever we've seen him do in the last couple of years Chris Davis of the Orioles. Chris Davis. He's been hitting pretty well. I mean, entering Wednesday's games, he's leading the Orioles in most offensive categories. I mean, 538 with a 1231 OPS and three bombs. He's just been hitting. I mean, he endured one of the worst slumps in history last season. He went over 54 to begin the year. And then, you know, he got hot. He had four home runs in the 959 OPS over his next 19 games. But then the rest of the season, he went back down as he hit an OPS of 601, which is what he finished the season with. He finished the season with 601 OPS. Not good, obviously, especially since they're paying him $23 million a year. But that's obviously a sunk cost at this point. And he's just been a big black hole in their lineup for a few years now. But this spring, he's showing that at least so far, he looks good. We'll see. I don't know. I think this one's just a hot streak, though. I don't I don't think Chris Davis is back for good. I think this is just a hot streak. I'm going to have to see a lot more than a few spring, spring training at bass to think that he's all the way back.
but I could be wrong. Next guy, Orlando Arcia. So he's always been really good in the field, and the hope was that he would just be able to hit enough to keep himself in the lineup. And he did that in 2017. He hit 15 home runs with a 731 OPS. But while he's been able to hit for some pop here and there, he hasn't been able to make consistent contact or get on base. And that led to the worst OPS among all qualified batters last season. I mean, Arcia is literally there for his glove and his glove alone. I'm telling you, a 633 OPS is just is not really going to cut it. That's what he did last year. But so far this spring, he's hit 304 with five home runs. I mean, that's as many homers he's hit in every spring training he's ever had combined. So that's pretty intriguing for Brewers fans. But unfortunately, I, I think that his career line of a 652 OPS is more telling than a few spring training home runs. And a career 70 OPS plus is more telling I mean, he's projected, he's projected for 680 this year. So uh, I think this is a bit of a spring training fluke. Ian Miller, the Cubs. The Cubs are his third big league organization. He's 28 at this point, and he was in AAA last year. I mean, he was given a brief taste of the big leagues with the Twins and didn't do much with it, but now he's hitting 375 and leading the majors with eight stolen bases in spring training. It might be just enough to break camp as the 26th man on the Cubs roster, and um, whether or not this is the real Ian Miller, I mean, I doubt it because, like I said, he's competing for the last roster spot, but he's doing a good job of trying to win a spot on that team. Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen, first of all, um, I mean, he the fall from grace that he's seen over the last couple of years is, is pretty remarkable. I mean, he was a lights-out closer just two, three years ago, now – he's he's almost a liability in that bullpen, honestly. Last year was the worst season of his big league career. His ERA ballooned to a career-worst 3.71. He blew eight saves. And after a winter at driveline, he looks to be back. Apparently, he was at driveline this past winter. But this spring, through five innings, he struck out 10 batters, surrendering only three hits. It's a small sample size, but it's the first time he's punched out double-digit batters in spring training since 2016. That was the year he was elected to his first All-Star game. Is Kenley Jansen back? I don't know. I'm going to pop the brakes on that because he's shown us a lot of a lot of horrid outings over the last two years that it's not enough. Five innings is absolutely not enough to say he's back. So I'm not saying he's back yet. No, he's, he's, uh, he's gu- guilty until proven innocent, in my opinion. Isaiah Kiner-Falafa. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. He is the Honolulu native with the Texas Rangers. And, you know, he's only hit seven home runs in seven seasons in the minor league. So he's, he's a light-hitting guy. But the appeal with him is that he could always play anywhere on the diamond, including behind home plate, catching. That seems to have changed this spring, though. He's riding a hot bat. I mean, he's hitting 419. And the Rangers, 25-year-old, some people think, hoping he's... He could be the answer at third base for them this year. I mean, ever since Beltre retired, they've been trying to find the next third baseman. Um, but I don't think his spring training stats are real. Like I said, seven home runs in the last seven seasons of the minor leagues, that's not enough power. Bubba Starling. Bubba Starling, man. This dude is – he's now become a journeyman. 
He was the fifth overall pick in the 2011 draft. And mind you, that 2011 draft, that that first round of that draft was arguably the greatest first round in the history of MLB drafts. If you go back and look at it, it was like Mookie Betts, George Springer. Uh, it was like a ton of guys drafted in, in, that, in that first round. Anthony Rendon, Javier Baez, Francisco Lindor. The list goes on and on and on. And then there was Bubba Starling drafted fifth overall. But, uh, you know, he's always been really athletic. No one debated that, but the bat never really caught up. He reached the big leagues for the first time last year, but didn't do much. I mean, he had 215 over 197 plate appearances. But this spring, he's showing some of his skills. I mean, he's driving the ball more. He's hitting 423 with an 885 slugging percentage. Is Bubba Starling spring training for real? I don't think so. I mean, this dude has been in pro ball for, what, nine years now? So it's, uh, I mean, the clock is really ticking on him, and he's a known quantity. He's just a great athlete with not much of a bat, unfortunately. Last but not least, we have Noah Syndergaard. So some of you might be confused as to why Thor is on this list, but he had a rough year last year. I mean, he's armed with arguably the most terrifying fastball-slider combo in baseball, but it seemed only a matter of time before he would end up with Sayang Awards, and that hasn't happened. Last year... He had the worst season of his career, where he had a 95 ERA plus, a 4.28 ERA. But now that they have a new pitching coach, I guess, and whatever, he, he seems poised for a breakout. In eight innings, he struck out 11, giving up three runs. I mean, he has the most upside of anyone on this list, obviously. We know what he's done in his career. He does have an all-star appearance. He has been good in the past. He's still 26 years old. And I think he has you know, all, all the potential in the world to be an ace. But we'll see if he realizes that this year. So is this the start of Noah Syndergaard's year? I think somewhere in the middle. It's not It's not a no, it's not a yes, but he's, he's going to be better than he was last year for sure. So that is going to be it. That completes the list. We have a couple more weeks of spring training left, but those are some storylines, some guys to keep an eye on, some, some things we've no, noticed so far this spring training. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.